Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, do you want to talk about... Dating, red flags, types. I always want to tell, talk about dating and red flags. Oh, iconic. And types. My favourite topic. Shall we Love do it? it? Let's do it right now. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> well, I'm Erin. And I'm Persephone. And, oh my God, I was going to say, and together we are Ablisa. Punch you in the face. <laughs> I loved Ablisa. That was Why my favourite episode. Why have we never talked about that? They were crazy. And the kind of backward punch. It's like with her fist. Yeah, it was a real elbow to the face. (laughs) And I always remember they go off stage and Derma is like, you must not strike people. And it's like, God, that's a weird way to say that. Strike. (laughs) He's like, why did you say strike, Derma? You must not strike people on ITV. (laughs) We don't strike people in this establishment. (laughs) Crazy. In front of Simon Cowell and Cheryl Cole. Oh, iconic. So once again, we've asked you guys a series of questions. A series of unfortunate events. And they really, I was literally just about to say, they really turned out to be a series of unfortunate events. <laughs> what unfolded before our eyes. Honestly, we could have predicted. Yeah, we know. We know what you guys are up to. We've been new. Um, do you have a type when dating? Fucking hell, hundreds of you said yes. Some of you said no, which is quite interesting. Well, how many? Can you tell me the percentages? Hundreds. So, do you have a type when dating? Yes, 56%. Oh, that's not... Because it was sitting in... I thought it would be more. It was sitting in the 80s for, like, a long time. That's changed overnight quite drastically. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I was going to come in like, why does everyone have a type? And no one has one. (laughs) (laughs) It really is the Australian... um, kind of gang waking up and being like what are high process talking about no i don't have a type in the past my type has been 67 percent dangerous for me you guys said that's crazy 67 67 dangerous only 33 percent of you said that you had a healthy type yikes in the past 86 percent of you have been willing to compromise on red flags to keep things sweet while dating i put be honest for example not communicating your needs wanting more frequent text and communication and not saying in order to keep them happy or seem chilled yeah because i knew that would get you guys because in reality who's being honest about what they actually need in relationships not you lot (laughs) (laughs) no (laughs) not me (laughs) not you guys (laughs) not you guys that's for sure and then you sent in lots of different stories about your red flags the things you've compromised on the ugly scrappy dappy days that you've settled for honestly yeah also i just want to say this has been the biggest response yet every week we're coming in like this has been huge but like we're overwhelmed. We, like, we can't read them all. I'm sorry. No, we can't. At this point, it's like, uh, we would do a whole... We promise we read every single one. It's like, at this point... Yeah. I can Listen, I cannot confirm nor deny that I'm reading them all. <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing. I was thinking in the shower today, I was like, right, I wonder... So we have 7,000 followers. 7,500. 600, maybe. But who's know. counting? Who's counting, apart from me every morning? Apart from us every <laughs> single morning. <laughs> every single minute of every single day, we're counting. But... Get it on the spreadsheet. <laughs> But who's counting? Yeah. Ignore our spreadsheet, but who's counting? (laughs) And I do think, I was thinking, so we have 7,650 followers to the number. But I was thinking, what does fucking, how many DMs does Rihanna get? Like, we can't even keep up with the DMs. We literally can't keep up. Like, I have to set aside, like, hours a day to, like, go through, like, admin of all of this stuff. It's like, how the fuck? I guess she doesn't. She Bad Gal Riri is not looking through her She's DMs. busy, like, working on an album. I know she's... As like, if. 
fingers crossed guys <laughs> but we can't even keep up with like our measly 7k how the fuck is is zoella doing it it's a testament <laughs> to how um amazing you guys are and how many hilarious stories you have and just how sweet you are and you're just the best maybe you guys are just super dedicated yeah i think they're just the best <laughs> Maybe we're just the best. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one that I found particularly interesting was... Mm. Sorry, just reading that, I just saw a crazy one. Someone said about um, if you if you go for people that are good for you or not. Someone said, I'm not sure. I'm even questioning if my husband is right for me anymore. <gasps> I'm dying, I can't. Well, if you're writing that in, if you're... Let me just think. Let's work on that one first. That's quite okay, interesting. Okay, okay, let's spend some time with that. Let's just work on that because that's kind of hooked me before we get into types. Wait, so let me look at the exact question that I asked. In your experience, do you tend to date people that are good for you? And they said, I'm not sure. I'm even questioning if my husband is right for me anymore. Oh, I'm guts for you. I'm absolutely guts. Also, it's guts galore thinking if your husband is right for you during a pandemic. Ooh, it's like the time you've spent time with him, you're like, is this guy right for me? That's bad. Well... That's like, how the fuck do you get out? Honestly, get me out of here. Or is it iconic? I kind of feel like that's iconic. I kind of feel like there's something so stunning about divorce. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> Take it away. <laughs> what, what a weird sentence. Because people know my views on marriage if you've listened to the love and dating episodes i kind of feel like is a divorce not the biggest liberation of all time well if you haven't listened what are your views on marriage your overall view my overall views on marriage and i used to write for a wedding magazine so i'm i was in the deep end of wedding planning man yeah but my views on marriage and my parents were never married and they were together for a very 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 long time and had a very happy relationship until they split up when you were a child until they split up when I <laughs> a traumatic split. <laughs> but this is the thing with that. It's like marriage to me does not... I'm not getting married. Here's the crux of it. I'm never getting married because I know that it is a receipt. It's a buying order. The history of marriage is nothing I would ever participate in. I'm crossing my arms like I'm kind of... Participate in, as in doing it for yourself, you would participate in it by... Selling. Joining a company and talking yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sell you your oppression, but I'm not going to be oppressed. <laughs> <laughs> okay so divorce is a beautiful thing you're gonna say because it just like revives women emancipates women of their burdens of men and their male counterparts i just think a divorce is quite stunning you're writing into a, a sort of an empowered instagram page going i might divorce my husband yeah the bureaucracy of it is quite hilarious it's quite crazy it's quite crazy to do but I'm here for it. I mean, if you want to... I'm not anti-divorcing your husband if he's not right for you. Go for it. Well, I think, actually, it's quite interesting. So the common... A lot of the... There was a common thread amongst those messages that a lot of people, I would say, on the upper scale of our age range and our demographic, talking about how, in their youth, they spent a lot of time with waste-of-space men mm -hmm. and now, in their older years, have either found a path to, like decent people and like people who benefit them or are still stuck in that pattern so I think it's quite interesting that that person has gone through seeing someone talking to someone dating someone being proposed to maybe proposing to mm -hmm. getting married being married writing onto high priestess saying that you're not sure if your husband is right for you that's a real it's a whirlwind of emotions. <laughs> Unfortunate series of events. Yeah. Truly. I mean, I don't know the context, obviously, but I'm never... I don't hear of a, a divorce and, and immediately think of sadness. Mm, I think my... Um, I think I'm too... Um, I, I've <laughs> I'm too, like... Um, my, like... Um, Your trauma's kicking in. No, like, my... Oh, I just, like, want to save everyone. Like, kind of... Not in a really saint way. I, I do. Well, I said... Well, I don't know if I said this on the pod, but my parents getting divorced was one of the happiest days of my life because I was so excited mm -hmm. for them to both be so happy, um, you know, separately. But um, I think, yeah, theoretically, divorce is so stunning. I think in practice... Um, it's a fucking mess. I, I think it's rare that people are drawn to divorce 
and there is yeah, no sadness there. Agree. So that that keeps me. Is that's what is like. No, I do think of dwarves and think of sadness because my heart just aches for all of the conversations that you've had, all of the arguments that you've had, all of the thoughts that you've had, all of the times that you've wrote into an Instagram page Oof. saying I'm not sure. The thoughts of your children, the fear, the change, everything. It's like such an upheaval of people's lives that I think most often that is attached to sadness and I love the idea of it being so stunning and like emancipatory for women shedding their ugly male counterparts love that the scrappy dappy do's honestly throwing them in the bin get rid of the scrappy dappy do's absolutely but I just think most of the time it's not going to be a fun process no absolutely not no I think I love the the symbol of like I am leaving. I thought this was for life and I'm leaving it. I've grown. I'm leaving this behind me. Yeah. But yeah, of course you're fucking leaving and you're crying though. You know what you would love? Did you ever see that thing? It's probably happened quite a few times, but it's been viral of, this is a while ago, of a woman who had a divorce party. No, but that sounds stunning. So it was like it was like a hen party or like a bachelorette party mm. with all of her friends and she wore like a veil or stunning. whatever, but she was getting a divorce and she was like celebrating and she had like strippers <laughs> and stuff. It was like really funny. Just a really fun old time. Yeah, I think that's fun. Yeah, really fun old time. I think as soon as children get involved, yeah, there's a whole there's a huge mess involved. Or even just two people that have You've spent so much of your time with something. There's so much history. There's so much emotion attached to that. A lot of that emotion is sadness, I think. Yeah, hugely. Absolutely. Well, I have no advice for you because I would never find myself in the predicament of being there. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you really said, because I wouldn't be a dumb bitch right getting married. Anyway. <laughs> so can't relate, sorry. <laughs> uh, no, but I... I really think, I mean, obviously we don't know the context and you're not coming to us for advice, but it's, we, we need to shine a light on how, with lack of respect for you know, a better word, how um, fascinating it is that we constantly, if we're talking about types and dating, throw ourselves into situations and then end up not being sure. And really, I think there's so much shame as well around that. Yeah. And so much fear. Absolutely, Especially, yeah. particularly if you've been married, it's like you've gone through a whole stage of your life. Um, I really don't think there should be shame in walking away from that. But also, to- I'm not an idiot, totally get that there's so much fear in um, leaving what you've built. I'm struggling with debating whether I should restart my Animal Crossing island, even though I've dedicated so much time to it. No. So I get no. it. I know what it it's like. To- I know what it's like to leave and abandon something you've worked so hard on. Sorry, I'm fascinated. Why are you going to abandon Ikamarama? Ikamarama, you remembered it. Of course. Oh my god, you actually remember something? <laughs> I'm gonna cry. <laughs> that is so cute. Um, with the pears, I know about it. Well, I would, I would recall it. I'd call it the same thing again. And also, you know what is funny? Okay, guys. So here's the thing. I've got an, I've got a switch. I'm playing Animal Crossing. I'm doing my island. It's called Ikamarama. I've got pears, etc. Sefi is yet to have Animal Crossing. She's yet to have a Switch. Yeah, it's in the works. Yeah, it's in the works. I'm not, I'm not, um, <laughs> I'm not just being spiteful and rubbing it in your face. There is a point of me saying this. Um, so I went to Nook's Cranny one day and what did I find? The perfect gift for Sefi when you actually get it. So I have, I bought myself one and I also bought another one because I was like, when Sefi gets this game, she will die over this. Like she needs to have it. Like it's the most amazing item. This is why I'm not withholding this information as well because it will make you get a switch. I want to know so bad. Incredibly manipulative relationship. (laughs) I just can't bear not to know that I'm going to spend... I'm going to spend 300 quid just to know what it is. It's not 300 quid. You can get it... How much is a Switch and Animal Crossing? You can get a Switch Lite for like 200 quid. And then how much the game? 50? Yeah, 40, 50. 250, rounding up to 300. I guess. <laughs> um, well, anywho, mm-hmm. it, it'll be worth it. Anywho, you're speaking like you're from Animal Crossing. Anywho. Anywho. I'm blathers. Anyway, too much. Um... Yeah, you're going to fucking flip when you see this gift. Anyway, so that was what I was thinking. If I was like, I, if I restart my island, I'm going to lose the gift. I'm going to lose Sefi's gift, so I can't. Oh my God, you're keeping it just for the gift. So that's what's keeping... Oh my God. That was what was keeping me. Although then I did think I could go to my friend's island and give her the gift <laughs> and say, can you hold on to this for me while I restart my island? <laughs> Holding it for a friend. <laughs> And then I go back and say, can I have my gift back? 
can I just see why you want to start your restart your island? That feels quite crazy. So top tips, pro tip. So first of all, my island is mm-hmm. pretty stunning. I mean, wouldn't yeah. expect anything less. <laughs> Obs. <laughs> and and I'm not an idiot. Like I went into it being very strategic with all of my choices, mm-hmm. my houses, everything. The one thing you cannot change the placement. I know no one cares. The one thing you cannot change the placement of is the plaza, the resident services. But I've seen online some people have been lucky enough to have it. So when you get to your island, it's placed already. Yeah, you're there. You're there. And you get a choice of four. So it's like, and you could, you're just going to have to keep restarting if you want to find what I've seen on the internet, which is people have miraculously had their resident services placed directly symmetrical in the middle. I've seen it. I've seen it and I love it. I watched an island tour and they had that. It's so perfect. Of the, the main hub where there's a guy playing the guitar outside. What's his name? KK Slider. He's in the middle, yeah, yeah, he's in the middle playing the guitar and then it just goes off like a beautiful butterfly. Oh, it was stunning, yeah. Well, that's lovely. Yeah. But even, so, mine is quite beautiful. It has, a, if I do say so myself, which I do, stunning yeah. entryway and you come into kind of the plaza and the shops and everything and, like, you kind of come in, there's, like, a, as you come in, there's a bit of a moat, there's kind of a river and you come oh, over the bridge stunning. to come in. So it is, it is beautiful, but I'm just... Oh, perfectionist doesn't even cut it. It's mm-hmm. just so infuriating to me that some people have this miraculous thing and I don't. Yeah, that is annoying. When I thought so hard... Do you know what I mean? It's just like I've thought really hard about this. It's like I thought Ika and Marama was the best, but, you know... Yeah, but apparently it's not. And even though having one in the centre doesn't necessarily mean that it's perfect... Mm. I kind of, I got a bit, you know, when you just get the itch, it's kind of 2am and it's like, right, I'm going to move my bed around. I need to redo this whole room. (laughs) Which was me the other day. My whole room is completely different. Yeah. And then the next morning it's like, oh, fuck this. Yeah. (laughs) So that's why I keep getting the itch. I keep getting the itch every day. I'm like, I could really just strip up all of these flowers and start again. But I won't. I think I'm going to stick with it. (laughs) So anyway, I get the commitment of marrying someone and wanting a divorce. I completely understand what that's like. Totally. Um... (laughs) Before we go any further with other people's um, opinions and input, I would love to just get some stuff from you. I want to know, like, what are your thoughts on types? Like, do you think a type is a good idea? Do you think it exists? Do you think that's just a weird narrative that people tell themselves? Because you you are in a specific position where you are in a relationship and you can see everyone being like, I just go for him because he's my type. What are your thoughts on that? I definitely feel like I'm on the outside looking in. <laughs> Banging on the window. Guys. <laughs> but also, like, I'm, I am don't need to open the door. It's oh, fine. I'll stay outside. <laughs> I'm fine out here. Keep it close. Um, well, yeah, it's interesting because whenever I've been asked about types as well, it's hard for me because personally, how am I to know if I was with someone when I was 15 years old and I'm now 23 years old and I'm still with them... Mm-hmm. In those formative years, I have not been, you know, walking around with my binoculars on trying to spy and, and figure out my type. I've been very happy. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. So you haven't been identifying that's my type. But have you, I mean, I don't want to be like, what's what's your type? Because I don't think I necessarily believe in a type. But have you noticed that? Because I think me and you actually have quite similar when we watch TV together. <laughs> i.e. when we were watching game of thrones i think we were drawn to both the same people obviously in game of thrones you're drawn to everyone but it's gonna make everyone also goes without saying you can have them can i don't worry about me i will not get in your way thank you between you and Jon snow it's fine oh and trust me in my mind i have him but (laughs) there is no threat but I think when we were watching TV, when we all lived together, a few of the others were kind of drawn to similar types and I could identify crossovers with people's types quite clearly. And I think with the people that I fancied, there'd be a lot of people that'd be like, they're gross and then you would be like, no, I get it. Mm. I think you would see, I think you see a similar the thing attraction. to me. I think because for us, it's um, also about kind of this like kind of, oh, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't even, I honestly don't even know. I think it's it's a r- really strange amalgamation of things. I think it's about someone being very, like, charming, but not in a Prince Charming kind of way. Yeah. I think it's about <laughs> tearing <laughs> <Yeah>. up. Cute. <laughs> but I really do, because I think 
the last thing I would ever want is a super preened posh Prince Charming. No. But I need you to be quite hilarious and endearing and charismatic in your own kind of crazy way. I need you to almost be a bit like um, uncomfortable with yourself. Oh, so yeah, you lose me there. Uncomfortable (laughs) with yourself is what goes. I also think we had a bit of a thing the other day when you said, I'm going to out you here again. No. (laughs) What is this? Oh, well, first of all, Lin-Manuel Miranda can't relate. I don't know how in a million years you could ever find him. (laughs) Well, I don't know. I didn't see that coming. That hit me. I didn't know. But the second one um, was the other day talking about that guy from Made in Chelsea. No! That when I saw him, I literally thought, that is Rats McGee. <laughs> no, you have to put that in. Okay. We're not editing that out. This needs so much context. And I do not fancy anyone from Made in Chelsea. I think that show is But what's his name? No, no, no. I think his name's Harry, guys. <laughs> this is disgusting. <laughs> and I completely disagree with that. I think he's not... Have you seen the film The Riot Club? No, I haven't and I never want to. You would, fuck, you would fucking die really? for it. It's so good. And that is my worst case scenario, obviously. Well, that's kind of my... Posh Boys is my worst scenario. Worst case scenario. No, 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 no. No Tories allowed. I'm nodding viciously. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. One episode I watched with my friend of Made in Chelsea, she was actually watching it and I came in and I said, oh, okay, he's okay. Like, I don't mind his vibe. And now on, on million, not even second thoughts, million thoughts, I disagree profusely, <laughs> profoundly with myself. <laughs> But it's been held against me. You fancy that rat boy. You fancy that rat boy. Well, I think also it's important to note that he does look an awful like someone that you were previously romantically entangled with. Does he? Oh, don't you think he looks like... No. Yeah. He does a lot. <laughs> Wait, I it's kind of... Um, what's the rat's name? Roddy. It's kind of Roddy mixed with Flynn Rider. Oh, I'm hooked. Well, Flynn Rider is good, but a rat's a rat. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you've seen my hinge bio, not hinge bio, you get three I don't questions. know if many of you had. Maybe you have. That would be a coincidence. Well, have you not seen? You helped me make my hinge. And No, I know, but wouldn't it be funny if you'd swiped for some of these people who are listening? Oh, yeah, that's hilarious. I saw Florence Given on Tinder. Cute. Um, Cute. Cute. We didn't match. Um <laughs> But it wasn't a match. <laughs> but it wasn't a match. I think about you, Florence. You forgot it. <laughs> and you listen and laugh. <laughs> uh, but I, one of my things on Hinge is, it's like, my I'm weirdly attracted to, and then I put the rat from Flushed Away. And everyone messages me, messages me saying, Roddy or Rita. And I say, both. <laughs> Is it is it is a thing. I think the ratty look is definitely a look that people go for in different ways. But I think with you, it's strange that you go for a bit of a ratty look because to me, ratty often is synonymous with posh. Ooh. As in, through a posh bloodline, they often have like the very British, like strong nose and like the lips. And... I don't go for rats. I don't. I'm actually quite shocked that you've said that he's quite similar to 
blah blah blah. Oh, you don't see it? I've never thought of that in my life. Do you see it now that I say it, though? No, I don't see that at all. Oh, guys, what I would love more than anything is to have a picture of this guy from Made in Chelsea and the picture of the guy that Steffi was seeing on the story (laughs) and you vote if they're similar or not. (laughs) Imagine I exposed you like that. Well, that guy I was seeing was the least photogenic person on the planet, I would say so. (laughs) I don't think I would allow a picture. (laughs) But, (sighs) yeah, okay, so I think there's definitely an element of type there. So, for example, people that go for ratty types, let's say, which I do not identify as someone that goes for ratty types. That's horrific. I think there's a difference between a dark and ruggedy ratty type to, like, a posh and prim ratty type. A blonde rat. Are you the rat from Flushed Away with the pink eyes? (laughs) (laughs) That's not hot. Also, Flushed Away is probably my favourite film. (laughs) I really remember watching that in Brighton. Were we had we been rained on? Were we soaking wet? I don't know. I don't remember this. <laughs> In my memory, I was I was honestly flushed away. I was drenched, <laughs> soaking wet, watching flushed away. You know, and it's like God, we've all been absolutely soaked, and we need to like get like our clothes are sticking to us. We need to be flushed down that toilet. Yeah, flushed away. I love the bit. I love everything in that film, but I love the bit when he's like, "Would you like to take a dip in the jacuzzi?" And then he's like, <laughs> "You don't think I know what a toilet is?" <laughs> I love oh that God. film so much. Um, I kind of just, I think I just love Rita and I love Roddy and I just. So why is that your type? What is your type? Well, I actually see a bit of Rita and Roddy and who I go. <laughs> yeah, I do. Ridic- so ridiculous. I think I. I'm going to identify as a Rita straight out. I'm going to do that. <laughs> cool gal. A cool gal. What's cool about her is when she... I always thought this was so cool. When she's, I know what you're going to say. When they pull her trousers down, she's wearing boys' boxers. Oh, my God. I love <laughs> that. As a kid, I saw that and thought, that's me. That's who I want to be. She's the coolest person in the whole world. Slash, I fancy her. Stunning. Stunning. But Roddy is kind of that sensitive guy. I love his whole vibe. Kind of a bit of a dork. Yeah, definitely get the dorky vibe. But, but like, I don't. I wouldn't yeah. go for a dork. A dork. No. I, dork. I, I, they have to be like some element of cool. Well, my dream guy before this was a meme. My dream guy is Louis Theroux. Throw and throw. Theroux and Theroux. Yeah. He is my dream guy. Before he was cool. I knew him before then. Just gonna put that out there. <laughs> I'm not kind of like, you and every other like 23 no. year old girl who says they knew him before no no no, no, no. <laughs> just me kid. just me and louis me and louis <laughs> <laughs> but he's my dream guy along with john along with a load of other people along with fred and george we know this <laughs> so i don't so i think there is a clear type there with all of those people yeah so maybe i do believe in types but i think maybe that's a narrative you've told yourself well do you do you think your type is dangerous for you so, actually, I've had a kind of change of heart with this. So I voted saying, yes, I believe my type is dangerous for me. But I actually completely disagree with that. <laughs> so what can change in 24 hours? In the matter of a minute, I clicked it and thought, fucking, you fucking liar. You don't, you want to seem cool, but your type isn't dangerous for you. I think, actually, I have a really healthy relationship with my type. And I think I do go for essentially like good people they're not I would never ever put myself in a position hopefully I have I in my history I've never put myself in a position where it has been like hugely detrimental to me other than oh my god why won't they reply to my text quicker Things yeah because like a lot of you guys are volunteering into your own demise yeah like, you actually actively go looking for people that are going to emotionally fuck you up under the guise of a um type of like this is my type I just go for bad boys and it's like actually mm. That's every time it's a choice. It's not like this thing. That... No, it's like, actually, that's your ambivalent attachment style. <laughs> Literally. No, that's your trauma. <laughs> yeah, no. So I actually completely disagree with my own opinion on my type being dangerous. I actually think it's, in the scheme of things, largely healthy. But obviously, I would rather go for as nice, nice, nice guys as possible. But it's sometimes not that hot. Yeah, I think in theory, all of us are like, yeah, give me a super nice guy. In practice, I think... I don't want a super nice person. I don't... I'm not friends with super nice people. I don't... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Excuse me. (laughs) I want everyone to have a... To be multifaceted. I'm not, like, going to hang out with someone that their personality is nice. You don't want to be fucking Jesus Christ. Yeah, no. I'm not fucking Gandhi. Not hot. You kind of want to fuck Satan. 
Do I? Yes. Have you seen Sabrina? Do I ever? Have you seen Sabrina? The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. God, Lucifer. Hot. So the one that I originally wanted to pull out was... I just thought this was fascinating. It was one of the first ones that we got and I screenshotted it straight away. I only used to date people I had immediate chemistry with. Never a good idea, brackets, for me. Ooh. Never a good idea for me. And I thought, that's really... I've never thought about that. Only dating people you have immediate chemistry with. So I'm assuming it's like you go on one date, there's nothing, ditch. Or kind of you're in school, you're in a lecture, you have immediate chemistry with someone, it's like you're hooked. Yeah, but now they're not going to do that. Yeah. Because they want it to Because I guess chemistry isn't everything. Well, I guess chemistry can grow as well. Because I definitely met people that there's been no chemistry with and then I've ended up liking them. But how does that happen then? So for how can you go from not having any chemistry with someone to suddenly having chemistry? What do you see more of them? What happened? Like, as in... I think your perception changes. Yeah, is it your perception that changes? Is it they show you more of them that you like? Like, what is it sharing different experiences? What builds chemistry? It can be a huge mix of things, but I've experienced it. Experienced it if my perception has changed of them. Like I, they've been acting the exact same, but sudden, suddenly, like I see something I didn't see before. I'm like, oh, okay. I've had that. Or when they say something particularly amazing, and you're like, okay, well now I'm hooked. Like I didn't realize you were a socialist. Oh wow, okay, I'm now your heart. That sort of thing. Got you. It's like oh, it just something yeah, has to it's change. Kind of when you see. It can be a small yeah. change, but something just... You see a flicker and it's like, oh, wow, okay, I'm seeing you differently. So it can come from them or you. Yeah, exactly. But I think it, something has to shift in your head. But I guess ultimately... Yeah, I think ultimately it always does come back to you because someone could be delivering everything that you want, i.e. being your perfect mm-hmm. type, um, quote-unquote, but still... And something's not sitting, right? Something still is not... You're not liking it. What, can you read it again? Or just say it again, like... They said, I only used to date people I had immediate chemistry with. Never a good idea, in capitals, for me, brackets. So why are they... never a good idea for... So why are they thinking that's not a good idea? Because it's led to sort of a toxic dynamic where it's based in, like, lust. Is is that what they're saying? Yeah, I'm I'm kind of thinking it's almost a bit too hot to handle. It's a bit like there's actually nothing of substance there. It's kind of the immediate thrill. There's nothing other than a physical connection. Yeah. Which I think is dangerous. I do actually think that's really dangerous because even though it's a huge part of a relationship, it might not be the best thing to like build an entire um, like partnership with someone on. Mm. If what you want is like um, a husband, a boy, a long term boyfriend, lust isn't the most like reliable of things to be building something yeah. on. Other than lust is a fickle friend, Harry. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> lust is a fickle celebrity is a celebrity does doesn't work, but you know. <laughs> Or also building a relationship with someone out of um, pure chemistry from the get-go. Almost, I've seen when people are in relationships with people who are too similar to them and you start to clash. Mm. Like almost you're a perfect match, but kind of you're a perfect match to be twins, not perfect match to be a couple. Romantically involved. Have you heard people say, oh my God, they're just the boy version of me? Yes. Ex-girl, she the female version of me. And it's like, what is that narrative that you've built up? It's the most interesting narrative because it's like, why is that what you want? Like, it's so... um, Well, it's narcissistic. It's not self-indulgent, but it's bordering on self-indulgent because it's like, what? whose perception of you? Because it's like, your own perception of you and your perception of them and you think they're the, the male version of... It's like... You're wrong. Well, I personally think it's just an absolute cringe bag thing to say anyway. It's like, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. like, fuck off, like, give it a rest. Like, who did, what are you trying to say here? You just think you're great. Well, I've had it when people have said it and I don't see it. It's like kind of your, like, um, it's like your BBM status. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like truly lame. It's like, why is that on your story? He's the, female version, <laughs> yeah. he's the boy version of me. It's like, ugh. Like, and what, and what are you then? It's like, oh, so you're looking at them and seeing Awful. all these good qualities and what you see that in yourself, which is great. But I just think it's more performative than anything. That's what bugs me. Because it's like, that's not actually real. Like, you actually hate each other. It's just a big old show. It's completely based in ego. And I've had it quite a lot where someone has said that, not a lot, but I've experienced it where someone has said that to me. Oh my God, he's like the boy version of me. And I've been like, no, he isn't. Like your perception of you or your perception of him is completely off if you think that you are the same person. It's like, 
you guys are deluded. I'm sorry. I also hate that romanticised boy version of me as if there's a boy and girl, but as if it's like, what are we in like fucking 1950s? There's a boy and girl version of yeah. everybody and you have to go and find one another. Get a fucking grip. That makes me ill. I know, it's really... It makes me absolutely ill. <laughs> it's really bad. It's really bad. Also, it's like, uh, it's it's just, it's just so based in ego and not in like self-esteem ego, which I fucking love. It's based in a um narrative that you've sold yourself about yourself and then you've found someone else and you've um projected that meaning onto them and you've been like wow perfect he's the boy version of me what i perceive myself to be and it's like you are completely wrong just engaging in a big world performance it's like do you say that to each other or do you say that to other people do you say do you lie in bed and go you're the boy version of me i absolutely guarantee you lie in bed and say you're the boy version of me he goes fuck off get out of my bed <laughs> yes, like that's not all <laughs> He's like, who the fuck are you? He's like, yeah, me and kind of all the other girls that I'm texting. Like, It's not good. It's really not good. <laughs> God. So if you've ever said that, take a long look at the mirror and think, <laughs> what do you actually mean by that? Who do you identify as and who do you identify him as? It just, it's kind of a year nine thing. It's not good. It's just based in like um, a perception of identity. Show. It's based in performance. Performative relationship. Nah, not for us. Can we do another cue? Not for us. Yeah. Not even cues, just... just These are just great things to feed off. Oh, I thought this was funny. Nope, self-sabotage, baby. <laughs> <laughs> really funny. What, as in having a type of self-sabotage? No, as in, do you date people that are good for you? Nope, self-sabotage, baby. Oh, I love that. <laughs> um, so shall we get into some of your red flags? Yes, obviously. I love it. When I say your, I mean... You're, as in you who is listening. Right now, you. If your name is um, <laughs> Sarah, you. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> oh, I thought this one was bad. Sorry, I'm screeching. This one just got me. If they bring up their ex, this also, this just totally got me because it's 100% from experience. <laughs> and honestly, I'm gutted for you. They said, if they bring up their ex right before you have sex, smiley face. <gasps> Fuck off. That's Fuck bad. Off. That almost happened to me really recently. What? We actually didn't have sex. On the last date that I went on... You have to put this in, by the way, so be careful with what you're saying. Okay. On a date that I recently went on... That's a good way of phrasing it. <laughs> um, before quarantine. Before quarantine. Much before quarantine. Um, not that much before. <laughs> <laughs> kind of 12 hours before. <laughs> literally like an hour before quarantine um um, we were kind of in bed and she fuck i'm really getting too specific this person was like um oh my god like my ex i really miss my ex blah 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 and it's just like this can't happen now bye (laughs) like this can't happen like and you didn't have sex no 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 because it's just sort of like why are you telling me it was it was kind of like are you going to cry like why are you telling me this i think i think both of us have this that people kind of want you to be their therapist a little bit and kind of give you all this information but it's like this can't happen now sorry bye <laughs> like well no. it's not it's a red flag it's yeah. it, to be honest it's a it's a giant red flag it's a union jack in your face <laughs> honestly that the cross of st george brexit yeah it fully is it's really bad i think that is so disrespectful it's awful because it's i feel like i have quite a thing with respect i think you do i think it's because you've been in a relationship for so long that you would imagine sort of you or jack doing that i just want you to all be respected (laughs) and it's just like how dare you (laughs) yeah it makes me ill it just makes me sick that you guys are not being respected it's like how about i break up with jack and we you and i whoever's you you and i sarah become a couple and i'll respect you (laughs) like you've never been respected before (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's really yeah i think you do have a thing with respect and i think it's really good because it is really disrespectful to be in someone's bed and say i just want you i just want to talk to you a little bit about this person that i'm like still in love with or whatever and it's a bit like okay cool like it's like well how did we get into a place where you thought you could disrespect me well i don't think they view it as disrespectful i think they basically i think a lot of people have an absolute hard time communicating things to people (laughs) and they want to communicate (laughs) to people and they um almost like misunderstand intimacy with like vulnerability and that it just like comes out stunning. i think that's it they just thanks stunning round of applause for me (laughs) so true that's it it's like it's a sensitive moment and people 
kind of want to spill their guts or fill their guts, whatever that is. Oh thing my god, is. yeah. And they <laughs> <laughs> spill their guts or fill their guts. It's like a big old like giant cricket or something. <laughs> never seen it before but people kind of want to tell you things and it's like this isn't the moment and I think I'm quite good with shutting that shit down but I mean I'm not gonna have sex with you after you've spoken to me about your ex I'm sorry absolutely not it's like what it's like should I just start telling you I think my thing with respect as well is probably I know we're like oh it's really good but I also think it's probably a lot about ego and the fact that I'm like sorry who are you Mm -hmm. you think you can disrespect me what (laughs) me in your dreams like absolutely not yeah it's crazy absolutely not and then you dream of putting your penis in me absolutely not (laughs) the audacity the audacity the audacity there's no way that's crazy if someone starts talking to you about their ex and then tries to have sex with you just say why don't you just text your ex sorry there's loads more like this oh this one's interesting when the man is too forceful when insisting to pay for the first date. I mean, a man who's forceful about anything. <laughs> we're not that. It's not sounding good. <laughs> it's not sounding good. So what are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on men paying? I think forceful. The word forceful in one use of a man. I'm running a yeah. mile. I'm running a Honestly, mile. Honestly, you lost me when you said when the man. <laughs> it's like, that's my red flag. <laughs> Big yeah, fat red flag when red it comes flag to men. men. Um... <clears throat> Well, what are your thoughts on this? Paying for the first date. You're more of a dater than me, I guess. So what are your thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> well, I have many mixed thoughts on men paying. So I always have been under the impression that what is the most empowering feminist thing to do is to split the bill because things are equal, yeah? Then we saw, we met, we fucking went to go and see the stunning, stunning Slumflower who is a queen amongst queens, like, so amazing. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Goes without saying. And she has this amazing argument, which I think really just flipped my world around. It's like, okay, so you actually went to the fucking toilet in this bit, so you missed this bit. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck's sake. But she said one line that really just hit me, and she thinks men should pay, and she thinks that um, men should sort of go above and beyond for women, which sounds quite um, radical. Um, But she was saying that when women can't even leave their house past midnight and like walk their dogs at night because they might get raped and shit is not equal when we're getting paid less than men and things like that and just shit is not fucking equal. Um, why on a date is it suddenly equal and you expect me to pay half the bill? Like, how is that equal? Why yeah. is that where equality comes in when I can't yeah. leave my fucking house because you're going to rape me? I can't leave my house after 11 o'clock to walk my dog. But yeah, I have to pay the bill with you. Absolutely not. Yeah. Like the world is not set up as with us as equals. Therefore, don't only have me to be equal when it benefits you. Fascinating. Exactly. So I do think that is a, an incredible argument. I actually do split the bill or pay. I like to buy the first drink. And I like to... You like to get in there and assert some sort of dominance. Get in there. What drink do you... Get your drink, etc. I'm not actually that fussed about money. I think it would just kill me a guy paying for me I think I'd I like to um I like to just have the power <laughs> in every scenario I like to just be the one that's like okay I no, sorry you don't need to buy me something I can afford myself thank you yeah I almost find I almost would find it patronizing and like they were treating me like a quote-unquote princess which fucking kills me like no I'm a fucking king don't you dare <laughs> I love it. I do find it interesting as well that there is such a, there's just such a narrative. This is such a huge thing. Do you pay on a first date, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. I think with the slum flower thing as well, it's like, is it that, I don't know, something about it. I find really interesting that it's like, they're not buying you a house. Like mm, It's a drink. They're buying you mm-hmm. a drink. It's, it's seven quid. Yeah, like kind of, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think it's like, well, are you holding the power? You only bought him a fucking like beer. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? It's also, like... I don't like the idea of being like indebted to someone. Like now, okay, 100%. so you bought all of my drinks. Okay, so now you've spent what thirty quid on me. It's a big night. It's a good. It's a successful day. You've spent thirty quid. Yeah, you're racking up the numbers in your mind. Yeah, the, the relationship is as as this far is transactional. Exactly, and now and best believe you're keeping tabs. Yeah, and even if I'm not, they are. They're thinking, well, I've just spent thirty quid on you, and now if you're not even going to reply to me after this okay, you're a bitch. And I think there is an element of, like, fairness in that, an element, a small smidgen of fairness. No! Absolutely not. Not to be indebted, in no way indebted. But I don't think on my conscience I could, whether it's a man or a woman or any kind of date or romantic situation or friend situation, I'm meeting someone for something, go out 
somewhere with someone, then spend a significant amount of money on me and then ghost them. I don't think I could do it. No, I think you were ready to risk it all and look what you did, you risked it all. You're bad, That's that sounds like a you problem. It's nothing to do with me. If you took me out and... I love it in, pra- I love it in principle, but in practice. Yeah, I'm not phased. You made a decision to do whatever you wanted for me. I didn't fucking ask you to take me here, there and everywhere. I know for a fact I wouldn't... Also, I don't date these assholes. Like, I don't date a fucking asshole that would... No, but I think... In theory, in practice, in print, everything, blah, blah, blah. You want to do something for me? That's on you. I <laughs> yeah, no, you. I love it. You made the decision to get yourself out of pocket. You can stay that way. That's none of my business. I don't want to text you. I'm not texting you. No, completely. If I don't want to text you, I'm not texting you. But I think as the second I re- get there and I realise I'm not texting this guy back and then he's like, I want to buy you this, I want to buy this. To, to be honest, I wouldn't, wouldn't, don't really date people like that. But... <laughs> It's not yeah, really what I go all for. the time. Everyone's constantly buying us things. <laughs> it's like, that'll never happen. <laughs> but I think I... Um, actually, I did rack up quite a bill on one of the last days I went on and I never paid back. There you go. I just think... Yeah, to be honest. As you said, you can't go out after half eleven to walk your dog. Yeah. And now I'm going to feel bad because you made a decision. I think that's true. To buy stuff for me. Absolutely not. I'm going to enjoy it. Well, we said this at our event. Whoever was at our event, you've heard this. Were you going to say I said that at my event? I said our event. I said this at our event. I thought you were going to say... So we said this at my... Uh, our event. <laughs> it's going to be like... I may have started those. Just like written out of the narrative. It's like I'm cropped out of all the pictures. <laughs> I'm being Mike wazowski once again. <laughs> no... I said this at our event. Yeah. It's not being cut. I'm editing. <laughs> so I said this at our joint event that we had, and I would never write you out of the narrative. Imagine I'm just on stage on my own. It was a musical, and it was just me. I'm like, what's that thing like where it came from? Came from me. Me. That I was raised in a very old school feminist environment with kind of a lot of um sort of internalized misogyny being run through the narrative of empowerment which is quite complex and quite confusing way to then grow up and be like makeup could be potentially empowering Mm, what does feminist mean yeah quite confusing and i do think that dating i have always been like right split the bill split the bill i can fucking pay for myself but the slum some the slum flower thing is so particularly like world shifting because it's like wait I don't owe men anything. I don't have to do that thing. But it's like, oh, fuck. Okay. Works for me. (laughs) Yeah, completely. I think it's about realising that you've been raised your whole life to feel like you owe somebody something. Even if it isn't like you feel like, oh, I need to pay, I need to pay for whatever reason. Even if it's just about staying calm and like laughing it off when someone is sexually harassing you or Mm -hmm. staying throughout the whole of a day, even though you don't want to, just to be polite. I feel like there's so much focus on women being civil and polite and well-mannered and, like, accommodating to men who are not worthy of them. So if they want to pay loads of money for you... Yeah. The things that we do, we are willing to have a one-night stand with someone where we are not going to have an orgasm and they are going to have an orgasm. And what, we expect to pay half for that? No. No. Oh my god, what was I thinking the other day? This is what I was thinking, actually, in prep for this. Sorry, my chair is like really squeaks galore. <laughs> squeaks like, I've actually got what's his name? Roddy in here squeaking away. <laughs> Um, I was really thinking when I was thinking about this podcast and where the conversation may or may not go, is that so many women volunteer, as I say, volunteer themselves to their own demise, go looking, actively seek out men who are trash. Mm-hmm. Scrappy dappy do's. Yeah, and it's so often um, brushed under the guise of such good sex or he's so hot or the nice guys aren't hot, etc, etc. It's like, wait, you're telling me the sex is actually good. You're lying? You're fucking lying to me. I know for a fact he's not good in bed, so give it a rest. You're fucking lying? You're lying to me and you're lying to yourself. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Well, there's the whole thing about like, toxic sex is so good, but it's like, yeah, well, we've all had toxic sex and no, it's fucking not. It's just, you guys are not going to cope when you actually find someone who actually respects you and likes you a little bit. You will not cope. Mind blown. You will not be able to handle it, honestly. I can't wait. That's the thing. It's like, okay, so why toxic sex is so good is because you're starved of attention from that person and they give you a bit of something and you're like, oh my God, this is amazing. It's like, yeah, because they haven't told you they fucking like you in months. Because they finally looked at you in the eye. 
<laughs> yeah, literally. It's because they haven't replied to you for two weeks. This is the first time you've seen them. So it feels incredible because you're like, oh my God, there's like some attention. They really must like me. And it's validating all of those urges in you. But it's like, actually, no. All that's happening right now is you're being wanked into. I'm sorry. Yeah, you were dying of thirst and you've had some like pond water. And the whole time <laughs> you were convinced it was like fucking um, Voss. Algae ridden pond water. Yeah. You thought it was Fiji water. No, 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 honey. It wasn't. <laughs> It's got a frog in it. <laughs> it's got frog spawn in it. You're oh. drinking tadpoles. <laughs> okay, I think we should talk about this because it's a huge, I think, generational trend. Oh, love it. Um, and also was a trend in the responses. So oh, I just think we're going to have loads to say. Saying a lot along the lines of, this person said, saying we can hang out but not be in a committed relationship. Why is our generation so upset about titles? And commitment. I completely agree. And as someone that's upset by titles, I completely agree. Yeah. Um, because it's. I think titles can be a bit overwhelming. I think it comes from being the offspring. <laughs> I think it beca- It comes from being the children of a generation like our parents that so freely dip out of relationships and divorce. I feel like with our maybe this is just my anthropology history lens, but I think it's valid. Oh, I'm sure it is. I think the generation of our parents, um, well, not even I think, I know that the generation of our parents, as in people, I mean, my mum was born in 1971. That gives you guys some context of their ages. I'm sure you guys are all within the same generational range as us, mostly. Our parents' generation was within the first generation that really took divorce to a much more kind of... um, It was just so frivolous. Yeah, took it to the next level. Just insanely frivolous. um, And marriage becoming, like, um, not just, like, a sort of church institution, but, like, a a moneymaker. Like, yeah, a thing under capitalism now. Yeah. Which fucks everything. So I think... And then I think as the children of that, you get a lot of ideas from a very young age about what you would want from a relationship, what titles do to a relationship, what separation does to a relationship. And I think people go into things knowing necessarily that they're not going to work. And it's almost that safety net of, well, if we don't call it anything, we can't break up. Yeah. Or I don't owe you anything. If we don't give it a name, if we don't start it, it can never end. Oh, or I don't have to owe you. It's like, I don't owe you... Um a big sit-down conversation of why I'm ending this and blah, blah, blah. I can just dip out. I can just go stupid. It's fine. It's like, there's so much... If you keep things under a certain level... Yeah, and throw social media into that and you've got yourself a hot mess. <laughs> a hot pot of mess. <laughs> because it's, so, yeah, it's just so easy to disappear. Yeah, and I think that, on one hand, is very nice and on one hand is very horrific. Like, I do really enjoy the casualness of relationships because I do feel that that is way more in our biology as like um evolved animals I don't necessarily even though I am quite a monogamous person I don't necessarily think that is the most like healthy it's not even necessarily the most healthy way that we have evolved to live as like with one partner it's not the only way to live maybe I don't know I don't really know it's very complex so I do think there is there are good elements to the casualness because Mm. I think it's almost more I think it's fulfilling for a certain type of person to have that freedom and like you've in a way so liberated it's just that thing that we but it also enables it enables fuckboy culture and unfortunately as things are it's girls that are being fucked over by this who who would have guessed in patriarchal society it's our favorite keyword performative empowerment oh my god you're performing liberation by dating around so freely yeah. and having quote-unquote amazing sex with guys that but don't you're care crying about when they don't text you. you you're actually crying every night every time you get drunk you're crying can you tell me why because you want him to say do you want to be my girlfriend which is the main problem with all of this i think so many people are saying oh yeah i love um being able to sleep around blah 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 but it's like but do you actually or are you just waiting for him to ask you out which one is it because yeah and you've been so deprived of affection and intimacy and the only way you can get it is by finding someone on a friday night to quickly sleep with and then you get a little bit obsessed with them for a weekend that's horrific oh my god shrugs (laughs) this is why i had to change my answer because it's like this is, but this is exactly why I had to change my answer because I was like, yeah, okay, I go for kind of a more dangerous type, I would say. And then I was like, wait, no, because I would never engage in these behaviours that people have been messaging in. When I started to see people's answers, I was like... No, there's a line. 
no, mine's healthy compared to this. Like this is incredibly, a lot of you are engaging in like quite heavily damaging behaviours because um, sleeping around is not inherently empowering. No, or inherently dangerous. No, I don't know when that narrative came around though that it's like, oh my God, like... um, I'm so um, liberated in my sexual prowess. Yeah, but it's like, the thing is, you do care because you're crying about it. So it's, you're not liberated by this. You're mm. actually oppressed by this. Yeah, or you do care because you're numb inside. <laughs> and it's allowing men to fuck you over and you're just, they're not texting you back for weeks yeah. on end and you're going, okay, but mm, I kind of like him. Like, maybe I should text him now. And trust me, I've been there. But it is not, it's just, it's not something we can be bringing into like our expectations of the next relationship. Mm. It's it's really crazy to like think that that is the blueprint and not try and break that. If someone is not texting you, don't text them or text them and say, hi, why are you not texting me? Don't when they reply being like, hey, sorry, I've been a bit busy. Be like, it's OK, don't worry about it. So how are you? It's like you just literally said that's fine. Fuck me over again. Yeah, you set the standard. We really do. And the standard we're setting is very low. Oh, <laughs> The bar is so low. Need I say it again? Scrappy, daffy, <laughs> do. Awful. Well, I think all of our podcasts are going to end on that note. Men are scrappy, dappy, do's. The bar is so low. The end. So pick the <laughs> fucking bar off the floor and hold it up above your head. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Just, I think the thing is, it's like with types and um, red flags and all this stuff, it's like you i don't think people think that it's like this weird thing that's innate it's like i don't know why i have this type it's like no you get to choose your type you get to choose that yeah try and have a little bit of autonomy here yeah it's not pre-programmed your sims autonomy slider whack that straight up (laughs) (laughs) right now you're operating with zero free will and you're sitting around looking up going my show knows also waiting for your owner to come and take care of you you. (laughs) this is on you no yeah you get to choose your type like if you keep going oh my god i just have this type i keep going for fuck boys you keep fucking me over you don't actually have to like you are the one swiping for these people you're the one going on these dates you're the one literally replying shit after they've not texted you and they've treated you like shit they've just spoken to you about your ex for an hour their ex for an hour and then you're having sex with them and sucking their dick oh gutting 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 sorry that i'm not sympathetic when in 40 years time you're messaging in saying hi i'm thinking my husband's not the right one for me i'm gonna divorce him no (laughs) we saw this coming from a mile away that's the thing i think this is so good because i think as i say about our parents generation they never would have been having these conversations ever ever just couldn't have happened no so i think the fact that not just between us the fact that we're having this conversation is so great it's revolutionary <laughs> i mean the fact that so many of you listening and messaging etc etc are so self-aware like we're reading out the kind of like tricky ones or the ones that are like funny and like personable mm-hmm. but so many of you are talking about like working on yourselves etc and like being so much firmer with your boundaries yeah I think we're on the on the up, and we're trying to we're going to try and reply to as many as we can. We do try and t- reply to as many as we can, but um, oh, listen, I've got things to do. I've got I've got um dates to be. I've got people to be scamming. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we've got many businesses on the go. We're we're trying to start a porn industry, um, a porn company as well. We can't. Um, we've got stuff I'm, I'm not fucking around here. Anyone who wants to um invest in our new porn company and help us i thought you were gonna say anyone that wants to act in our all that (laughs) anything if we have any porn um porn actors listening we would be really appreciative (laughs) (laughs) if you haven't listened to our porn episode i'd recommend it (laughs) ridiculous um so that's it we've got our fingers on a lot of pies we're the podcast just one and it sounds like you guys do too (laughs) yeah honestly so don't text him back if he's fucking you over if he talks about his ex just say sorry what um (laughs) (laughs) so sorry i didn't quite hear that it's funny i thought you were talking about your ex (laughs) haha sorry i thought you just spent the last half an hour talking about your ex is that right that would be a ridiculous thing to do before we have sex thank god you didn't actually do that (laughs) that is crazy but i've enjoyed this convo yeah i've loved it as usual so thank you everyone for listening yeah thank you guys so like i'm not even joking thank you from the bottom of our hearts. Honestly, from the bottom of our deep, dark, broken hearts. Thank you. Honestly, deep, dark, 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 dark and shattered. Um, <laughs> so also, if you would like to go over to Apple and leave us a review, and I'm not fucking around when I say this, go over to Apple and leave us a review so more people can find this. I'm begging you. Honestly, I'm on my knees. I'm begging you, please, Louise, you've got the keys to my heart. <laughs> That's from Tracy Beaker, if anyone knows that reference. <laughs> um, thank you. 
guys so so much for listening genuinely and we really hope you enjoyed this episode as usual if you did enjoy it please tell us why tell us what you liked about it tell us things that you found interesting tell us some personal stories that we may have triggered in your mind in your memories and tell your boyfriend to stop talking about tell sex. your boyfriend he's dumb he's single yeah and tell your husband you're leaving him after 30 years of happy marriage <laughs> <laughs> yeah <exactly. laughs> thanks guys have fun I'll leave you on that note. Thanks, guys. Good luck. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.